Welcome to the Kingdom Educators Podcast, where we empower Christian teachers to grab a hold of heaven's hope-filled perspective so you can activate transformational impact in your classroom and community. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to wake up to your strategic placement as a Kingdom Educator, anointed by the Creator and equipped by all of heaven to release the radical goodness of God that will transform lives and reshape education. Welcome back to the Kingdom Educators Podcast. I am so excited to have with me Clint Daniels. Please welcome him. He's a teacher and coach. Welcome, Clint. Hello. Yes, and you are coming to us from Osawatomie, Kansas, right, Clint? Uh, Yes, Osawatomie. Okay, thank you. I wasn't sure exactly how to say that. And we Uh would say that's Eastern Kansas, right? I'm still getting used to the area. Yeah, Eastern Kansas. (laughs) About a half hour south of Olathe. Okay, that's helpful. Yes. Yeah. And what's kind of fun is that Clint and I have actually met through email, through a mutual friend, shared my business card at an annual business meeting here in Kansas, which is kind of fun because usually I'm like, do people even use business cards anymore? But I had one and gave one to someone that I met at a teacher prayer breakfast and it <laughs> ended up connecting us. So that's awesome. <laughs> but Clint, what I love hearing about just through reading your blog is you having a heart to hear God's voice and respond to him. And I'd love to hear, I know you have three testimonies to share with us today. So get ready to be encouraged teachers that Clint has a heart to hear the nudges that father God sends his way in hearing God's voice. And so we're all about teaching connected here at kingdom educators. So we'd love to hear some of that. So Clint, The thing I want to start out today with is that you have this blog that you started, and I would love for you to share about how God kind of brought you into writing around 2013 and how that's kind of grown into connecting your colleagues who also know Jesus. Um, Do you want to share with us a little bit more about all that? Yeah, sure. So the kind of backstory to how that happened, uh, it's amazing the way God works in our lives. I had actually just been through a pretty severe depression for a couple of years. And at the end of that, I found a very new, refreshing, rejuvenating relationship with Jesus. And once I found that relationship with Jesus that I, I'd kind of been missing before in my life, um, I, I felt called to use my skills and my gifts uh, for the kingdom. And uh, I've always been a language arts teacher. And I, I enjoy writing. And mm. I remember my wife was the one that suggested it to, to, to maybe, hey, look into writing a blog. I okayed it through my building principal. And um, I got some teachers in my building that we started kind of a, a little Bible study. And I, I originally oh, wrote neat. the blog for them. Okay. Uh, they enjoyed it so much that they encouraged me to share it with other people outside of that. Yeah. And the the little small thing that started in my building kind of spread uh, all over to whoever wanted it. And it's been really cool to see the number of people that have been uh, reading it. You know, I have people here in uh, the United States, but people across the world are are checking it out. So it's been a fun way to, to reach out to them. Yeah. And if people want to find your blog, Clint, it's, is it called the teacher devotional blog? Yeah, the teacher's right? devotional, the name of the blog. Okay. And if you just type that in, www.theteachersdevotional.com, uh, you'll find it. And 
what I try to do is um, write about topics that teachers are going through during that certain time of year. Yeah. For example, uh, if it's close to parent-teacher conferences time, I might write about parent-teacher conferences. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's uh, that uh, rough stretch of third quarter when you're kind of burnt out and you need yes. some uplifting thoughts, I'll write about that. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I always welcome people to give suggestions on what I should write about. And a few times people have said, hey, can you please write about this? You know, yeah. Um, and I'll uh, go ahead and, and give them my perspective on it. So. That's so neat. Now you said that you asked the principal for permission. Do you get to share your blog publicly in your public school? I share it to specific people okay. that, that want to want to get it. Um, I, I wish I could do like an all staff email and just share it to everybody, but that is uh, not allowed. And right. a lot of times all I'll do is just make sure that I send it to people that actually enjoy it and get encouragement from it. So yeah. Um, I, I have a group email list that I'll email it out to. And uh, and then outside of that, you know, I promote it to other teachers that I'll meet to encourage them as I as I meet them. Yeah, that's kind of the way that uh, that I met you through meeting yeah. another uh, Christian teacher who said, hey, let's get you guys connected. So it's awesome. I love it. I love how you have responded to God's nudge to connect with your colleagues, too. Do you guys meet on a regular basis? So I recently, I know you've moved schools since then, but correct. Yes. I have moved schools and I started teaching at Osawatomie middle school in the fall. And okay, I actually have, um, you know, now that I've been a semester in have kind of felt the calling. I know there's other believers in my building to start a little group. Uh, and in the past, um, we have met in person, you know, one day a week just to pray with each other before school. Um, I would always That's invite so cool. teachers to come into my classroom and uh, share prayer requests. Mm -hmm. um, I've also done it before where we've uh, done some Bible studies, you know, and um, Very cool. talked about uh, different devotions that I've written about. It's just an awesome way to start your day. And it's also good to know that you've been encouraged uh, by other believers around you and and not feel alone. No, you're, you're not in alone. And that's the one lie the enemy wants us to to believe. And the more that we connect, just share life together, it really truly helps you through the day. Yeah. So when you're, I'm going to go off script a little bit here, Clint, you shared a little bit about how you have this new calling where you feel like God's calling you at Osawatomie, oh, so, oh, I think I'm saying that yes, wrong, <laughs> to connect the middle school teachers there and meet what did that look like for you in terms of maybe we have people here who are new to hearing God's voice even, but what does that look like? And what are some steps of faith you kind of have to exercise in hearing God's voice and moving on? Exactly. It? Yeah. And if you're, if you're looking at doing something like I'm doing, like connecting with other Christian teachers and meeting in your building, the first thing you should always do is pray about it. Talk to God, see, see what he, I think everyone's situation is unique to, to what they're, they're trying to do. Yeah. Once you once you pray about it, you definitely want to communicate with your building administration and talk to them about it and say, hey, I'd like to do this. What would you feel comfortable with and me? How could I get the word out? You know, and some people may be mm -hmm. my my first building principal when I started this in 2013. Uh, told me to make a flyer and put it in people's mailboxes. She said that uh, I could awesome. not do it in an all-staff email, but a flyer would be fine. So I did that. I came back okay. and I found five flyers shoved right back in my mailbox. <laughs> but 
okay. at the same time, <laughs> I, I still remember the day it started. Ten teachers walked into my room all right at the time that it started. And I was so nervous that nobody would show up. And all of a sudden I was surrounded by all these believers and it was just amazing. So, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so encouraging. So you just have felt this nudge this fall, though, to start up at the Correct. new school. And how is that going? It's been awesome to right uh-huh. now. What I've done is taken my my card. I'll pass it off mm-hmm. to teachers and it has the blog on there. So I've been sharing it that way. And I know that other believers in the building would certainly benefit from it. Um, and at the very least, we could get like if we choose to meet in person or not, we could get at least on an email list and, you know, maybe share prayer requests that way. Okay. It's just a neat way to, to help connect with other Christian teachers around you. I appreciate how you are intentional about hearing God's voice and moving on it, connecting people together. It's something that we definitely need in the world of education and your school is blessed to have you. So thank you for, for tuning into his voice. You also shared with me that you have beyond, you know, listening for colleagues and the things that you're doing in your building, as far as trying to connect other believers, that God has also done some directing for you in praying for students. Will you share, you've got a story about a student who you felt called to pray for. We'd love to hear more yeah, about that. I, I have never had this happen to me. And uh, every time I tell the story, it's just, it, it brings back the memory. Uh, so this was uh, probably February of 2014. And I was doing okay. my morning quiet time at home in my black chair with my coffee next to me. And mm-hmm. as I was quietly listening to to God, he he gave me this nudge to pray for one of my students. And, um, okay. you know, I've prayed for kids before, but this was different because it was being told to pray for my student, Tyler. So I started praying for Tyler, a very generic prayer, like, Lord, uh, give Tyler a wonderful day. Um, I knew he was a student of mine. And... When I finished my prayer, I, you know, brushed my teeth, showered, went to school, and I'm in my classroom. And it's about five minutes before uh, the bell rings and kids are allowed to roam the hallways and there's a knock on my door. And it was Tyler. And as he walks in, I, I, I kind of like, you know, you know, my eyes kind of opened up a little bit and I'm like, can I help you? You know, is there anything you need? <laughs> and he walks in, he's so nervous And he asks me, Mm. well, I've been thinking about this and I don't really know how to ask. So I'll just ask you, I was curious Mm -hmm. if I could start a Bible study in your classroom on Monday mornings. And I, I about, (laughs) uh, my jaw dropped to the table. I said, you're not going to believe this, bud, but I was actually just praying for you an hour ago and his eyes got Mm. big. And at that point I knew it was a God ordained meeting and yeah, uh, I let Tyler start his little Bible study. He brought his, you know, five or six friends in and they came in on Monday morning before school, before okay. my contract hours. But I was always there anyway, getting emails read and, you know, lessons ready for the day. Yeah. And I watched Tyler and his little friends just do their Bible study. I, I loved mm-hmm. it so much that I started getting bigger ideas for him. And I was like, dude, you mm-hmm. are an amazing kid. And I did some research And there's Mm -hmm. this organization called Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And I think that you would be a great fit to be a leader for them. And if we started that in our school, you could be our first leader. And he he looks at me and he starts laughing because the kids like all of like five foot six, 
110 pounds soaking wet. He's like, I've never played a sport in my life. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. You can still be uh, a leader for FCA. And he's like, well, I need to pray about it. And I said, okay. Mm -hmm. And he went home. And I think it was the next day or something. He walks in my room with a bold smile on his face. And he said, no, I, I want to do this. So we wow. we started uh, preparing for it. And then that fall, when we came back and he was an eighth grader, uh, we started fellowship of Christian athletes at our building. And Very uh, cool. it was the coolest thing ever because he was the first leader. And of course, he had some other kids that helped him out and um, uh -huh. just amazing experience. And uh, fast forward to right now, Tyler is almost done with school and college and he is going <laughs> to be a youth pastor. And yeah, wow. um, pretty amazing. I, I still, you know, after he left our middle school, I still had him back to be our speaker three or four times when he was in high school. And I've enjoyed mm -hmm. connecting with him since. And uh, shoot, I'll probably send him a text after this and say, hey, man, I told your story on a podcast. We'll have to listen to it. <laughs> yes, yes, that's so good. I love, Clint, how when we press into God's voice, even for a single kid, let alone a class, as we're intentional to hear God's voice, he shows us how to call up the gold totally. in them. Like you seeing something in Tyler to call it out in him as a leader. It's almost like you get put on your youth leader yes. hat, you know, and call out that gold that God sees in him. And now he's excelling into this other place of leadership as a youth pastor. But even if he was a business leader, he still could exude the same things, hearing God's voice and moving with it, whether he was working in business or education or the church right. or wherever, which is so cool. And it just the reminder that our words are so powerful. Totally. Appreciate you having me on your podcast and uh, yeah, just really enjoyed meeting you. And uh, even if it's via Zoom like this. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to close us out here and I would love to get to pray for you, Clint. And I also would like to pray for teachers who I know as we're starting this new year, I just want to encourage you teachers that we can always press in to hear God's voice, whether this is something that you've just been listening to other people doing and not, maybe not you, but we can always transition ourselves to be more in tune with God's voice because he wants to use you and your platform is your classroom. And so it's so cool how he purposely has placed you in places. So Jesus, we just thank you so much for Clint today. I thank you, Lord, for how you've positioned him in his middle school purposely I thank you for the things you put on his heart about this gathering of Christian teachers at his school. I thank you for all the other teachers who have desired connecting with others, but haven't thought, what does this look like? And I just thank you, God, that sometimes our testimony, the testimony of Jesus in our lives speaks prophetically into other people's lives, that what has happened for you can happen for me. And so I just ask as we step into 2024, that we would begin to see the Tylers of the world raised up because we pressed into your voice, God. I thank you, Lord. And I pray that you would bless Clint as he continues to hear you for the next steps in what you've called him to in his place of influence at his school. And I just thank you, God, for your goodness to us and your faithfulness to use us how you will. Uh, thank you for choosing us to be your porta temples of the Holy Spirit wherever we go. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, Clint. All right. Thank you so much, Jessica. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please visit kingdomeducators.com to receive your Kingdom Educator daily truth declarations, 
my encouraging newsletter and be the first to know about my newest resources online and in-person events. And be sure to find me on the socials at kingdom.educators. Until next time, don't forget you are a history maker and what you do every day is transforming lives.